Hello, and welcome to More Life, a Let's Experiment show about finding new homes, the loss of forgotten characters, the Marvel Crisis Protocol. I'm your host, Lexa White, and with me this week is Justy. How are you doing? Doing great. I'm happy to happy to get an opportunity to be back on again. I really enjoyed my time last time, and I'm, I'm looking forward to this one. Mm-hmm. And for those who may not know you, uh, would you mind introducing yourself? Yeah, my name's, uh, well, I, I go by Justy and all of the uh, MCP discords. I'm also Justy White on Facebook. Um, the uh, I've been playing Marvel Crisis Protocol uh, since the game's inception. Uh, I remember seeing it debut at Gen Con and uh, was really excited for it out the gate. They're uh, the company, the guys that make it, the Wills and um, in Dallas. I remember from back in my War Machine days. And uh, anyway, yeah, I uh, have always been a big Marvel fan. And it just seemed like a, a match made in gaming heaven. I've been playing it ever since. So I play, uh, typically play a lot of Brotherhood. Um, I'm a big mutant guy. So uh, I play a lot of a lot of different... Uh, I always have a mutant character in my tent. So, mm-hmm. so yes. Uh, and uh, what character uh, that you... What character do you want to see added to Marvel Crisis Protocol that currently is not there? Okay, so um, I uh, the last time I was on... Uh, for the Cyclops episode, I mentioned that I wanted to see Magic. Magic was my favorite character in all of in all of Marvel Comics, um, still is. And I spoke that into existence. I'm hoping to speak something new into existence today. Um, I'm going to go with Destiny. I think that Destiny would be a great character to add to the game. Um, I think that Destiny would add to the Brotherhood. I talked about enjoying playing Brotherhood. So I think that um, I, I think seeing Destiny in the game would be great. Mm-hmm. And another opportunity for a wife and wife. Exactly. Um, I not to go too spoilerific, but have you been keeping up with the current X Men comics? I am up to day current. <laughs> okay. So yes, I'm yes, I'm very to, current. I have not read anything from today. So. Okay. Yeah. But I all the stuff word, that been but... has that has been happening with Destiny. Yes, that's that's part of what spurned it on. I've always liked Destiny. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a big Mystique fan, so I've always liked Mystique and Destiny. But it, it's nice uh, what's currently going on with those two. Um, it's nice mm-hmm. to see them get get the spotlight for a bit. So especially to make some of that uh, that representation uh, textual instead of subtextual, right? So yes. Um, anyway, mm-hmm. but that is not who we are speaking about today. That is correct. Uh, today I brought with me Quicksilver. So fantastic! So Quicksilver is one of our like s- super fast movers. Yes, a super long distance mover. Um, also can punch well above his weight class. So yeah, um, he is affiliated with. Avengers, Brotherhood, and Inhumans. So we will not be putting him into any of those. Hello, you sounds still- good. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm still here. Sorry. Um, I uh, yeah, yeah, I have some some thoughts here as to what we might be able to include him with. Mm-hmm. Um, I put some thought into uh, just some some different different affiliations. Um, one of which. Uh, thought about was the um is um sorry lost my train of thought a bit there um convocation convocation um having the movement um 
the movement side of the leadership, I think, uh, could be an interesting way to to include him. And it's also pretty easy to fit some unaffiliated threes into some convocation rosters. Mm-hmm. Um, another thought that I had was Guardians of the Galaxy. The new Guardians of the Galaxy leadership um, helps him get some of his triggers on some of his attacks, right? So, yeah. Um, uh, uh, but also Midnight Suns. Midnight Suns lean into that movement shenanigan. Um, yes. So... Um, Those were my three that I had thought about, but I didn't know if you had any other ideas. Oh, I have ideas. Um, Finn Cabal. Okay. Um, just because he is, even if he can't get the extract off of a person or get them off of the secure that turn, he can always get into a position for Red, for Red Mayhem to trigger, basically. Okay. Um, and that can get him the uh, extract or secure pretty steadily just because of um, just it pops off, he picks it up and runs away type stuff. Right. Yeah, I like that idea. Um, I think we can never discount good movement for Criminal Syndicate. That's true, too. Just, He's also a very good three, so yeah, just I being like those being able to get onto any point, basically, and he has some defensive tech. He has physical and energy rerolls. This is true. Very tanky. Mm-hmm. Um, if we want to just make him tankier, he can also fit into web warriors, and they like the game plan of being fast and hard to get and moving around the board. He does synergize well there. Mm-hmm. Um, Another thought is X-Men. Yeah. Um, that's that's also some mobility. Um, it also uh, scratches a, a thematic itch, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he was a member of the team at one point, so... Who hasn't been a member of the X-Men at this point? <laughs> well... Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. Especially now. Yeah, yeah. Are are you a mutant? Have you ever been a mutant? Or have you ever been associated with a mutant? You've probably been on the X-Men. So. Yeah. Um, I also want to bring up A-Force. Okay. Um, just getting him set up in a way where he can potentially, through the A-Force power late turn, do a speed still walk walk and get all the way to your opponent's back point. Okay, yeah, I like that. And also, it's just like, he will never complain about more power gen, because then he can start doing very consistent cyclonic vortexes to get medium moves plus attacks to be really mobile. Okay. That is really interesting. Mm Mm-hmm. And then just the kind of boring option, but also still good, is Defenders. He is a monotype character. Being able to switch his type and adding th- and adding Hex to it is not bad. Yeah, that does help. Does help his damage output quite a bit. Mm-hmm. So is there any of these many, many directions that we have talked about something that you want to go down? Okay, so I think I'm leaning um, two different directions. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, one that you mentioned, one that I mentioned. Um, so let me let me get your thoughts on those. Um, so I, I like the Send Cabal idea. I think that that sounds like a lot of fun. Um, I think the Criminal Syndicate one sounds equally fun, but I um, I like Sin. I enjoy playing Sin, so I'd, mm-hmm. I'd kind of like to go that way instead of playing Kingpin. Um, so I'm thinking that. I'm thinking Sin, Cabal, or Guardians. Uh, so it, it's more, do we want to go the defensive route with the, with the Sin uh, objective play, or do we want to go with more um, getting those re-rolls on him to try and get some of those triggers off? Yeah. And uh, I am good either direction, so I will leave that up to you because you are the guest. Let's go. Uh, let's go, Sinkaball. I'd I'd like a reason to put Sin on the table, so let's go, Sinkaball. Cool. So we have two immediate characters that we need to get on here because I think Sin we- and Crossbones. Yep, exactly. And then, who is your next Cabal member that you add into the list? Let's see here. So, I say we go for... I, I would go immediately for a two, so we can go wide. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going Bob. Uh, well, I guess now we could go Bob or Bullseye. Yeah. Uh, I probably want to go Bullseye, right? He synergizes well with um, kind of the hit-and-run tactics. Mm-hmm. Um, and he can just clean people up, which is very Yes, important. absolutely. Absolutely, especially with like a rapid-fire character like Sen hanging around. Um, yeah. Sometimes you, you leave things on one or whatever, and that makes it easy pickings for him. Oh, yeah. Now I also... Have... Go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. No, you can go. Uh, we do have like the interesting squad of fours that are in uh, Cabal. Um, cause like we have the obvious high roll pick of Enchantress, uh, mm-hmm. that'll probably, it's probably still the best four in here, but she's also kind of boring at this point. Um, but then we have Killmonger, Kingpin, uh, Mr. Sinister, uh, Omega Red and Sabretooth, all as options and, and new Ultron. And Ultron. Yeah. Um, so... I, my immediate thought, so I'm, I am a little bit biased with my mutants, but I do like Omega Red for Sen Cabal. I've enjoyed playing him there. Uh, but I, I also kind of like the idea of New Ultron. Um, yeah. I think that uh, I think New Ultron could bring a lot to the roster. Um, he's, all, he's, he's very tanky, and also the, the new damage dealing is, uh, is pretty good for him. Mm-hmm. So, to tell a story... Uh... In season 5B, I think it was. Maybe, uh-huh. yeah. Because we just had season 6 finish up, right? Yeah. So season 5B, when I was already out of the bracket uh, and wasn't going to get make cut, I played, before New Ultron even came out, Sinkerball with Ultron using Age of Ultron and just running Ultron at a back point to be annoying as all hell. Uh-huh. I remember chatting about that list, and that's uh, that's a that's a fun one, and that's kind of what I was thinking here. We we get to do that, but it's a better version of it, right? Yeah. So. Uh huh. Let's let's go Ultron. I, I like Ultron as our affiliated four. Mm-hmm. And then I have an interesting three threat to talk about. Okay. Um, affiliated three threat, Bermudo. Okay. I forgot that he was affiliated. Yeah. 
So Baron Mordo is a character that I personally love. I've been playing him in Convocation, and mm-hmm. um, I, I'm, I'm a big fan. So I, uh, I've been playing him in spite of foes. I think adding dice, yeah, he's he's a match made in heaven for the spider foes, right? Especially the way that you play them. Yeah. Um, I uh, think adding dice to a lot of these characters would be nice, right? Adding mm-hmm. dice for, obviously, Quicksilver. That helps him get his triggers. That helps, uh, that helps um, his damage output. But it also helps characters like, uh, like Crossbones and Sin. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And we have to be a little bit worried about the damage. Um, this isn't like a team of Sabretooth that is going to adore having damage put on him because he just gets rid of it. Right. Um, well, on that thought, too, here's here's an idea, too. We might be trying to get too much into one list, but um, especially since we're including Quicksilver for sure. But what if we what about Hood? Hood, Hood has the hill. Hood is another option. Um, mm-hmm. And he does have the heal. He has the Mystic Rapid Fire. Um, he has Hood Gang, which is a very cool card. And while we don't have a lot of it, we do have some uh, bleed immunity on our team in the form right. of Ultron. So you can just heal Ultron with no issue. So yeah, that is certainly also an option. Yeah, we'll come back to him, though. We'll come back yeah. to him. I, I think we want one more three-threat in affiliation, and it's either those two or another great pick, Mysterio. Yeah. He synergizes really well, too. Mm-hmm. Um, both are... So I, I think Mordo is, is a home run the list i just personally okay. i think that I, I i think mordo's in i think it comes down to whether do we do we want the control with mysterio or do we want the healing um mystic rapid fire with uh with hood yeah mysterio does have the the tankiness aspect i mean obviously they can uh they can pay to mm-hmm whatever but it's also nice to to force them to pay because it's it's some power denial right yep um so i recently got to play the domain of dread dormammu event how, how did that go it's great i really enjoyed it uh we got nine games in between four tables on the night that's awesome uh-huh but let me just say that, uh, and by by the time this episode has come out, I will have an episode with Omnis, who was also at the same event, uh, talking about it in more detail. But Mysterio at the Entity is super fucking fun. Oh, I bet. I bet. We, uh, we, we're running that event right now. We're doing kind of like a three-week thing with it, and mm-hmm. uh, we ran our first week of it um, last week, and... Uh, yeah, I got to see some fun stuff with that, but I Mysterio as the entity would be a blast. Because mm-hmm. he gets plus one Mystic Defense, so he's rolling six Mystic Defense, and you have to pay three power to attack him. Yeah, that's that's, un, that's why. And he has stealth. Yeah, that's that's a major pain. On the other end of the spectrum, don't give Hulk the entity. Okay. 
because uh, you can just ritual him out of the game very quickly if you focus on the artifacts. Ah, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a real good point. That's what happened to... Um, I had a friend playing Omega Red, and I was watching the game, and somebody and he had made Omega Red the entity, and it kind of turned the same way. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a good balancing mechanic, because, like... It's a way to get rid of Magneto when he's the entity, because... Ugh. Right. Right. That is... Well, we, we don't want to get rid of Magneto. Magneto's my boy. Uh, I, I no, like we Magneto. just want to daze him so he's no longer the entity. <laughs> that's that's fair. Um, I do want to talk about a out-of-affiliation character... Okay. ...that we talked about a little bit earlier in a completely different context. How do you feel about magic here? I I love magic. Magic is obviously my my favorite character. Um, so I am never going to say that I don't want magic in the list. That said, I also think she just synergizes well, right? Yeah. Um, she gives us uh, two different types of um, two different types of builders. She's also highly mobile. Mm-hmm. Um, the um, her two builders being energy and mystic. Um, it gives us a dedicated um, a solid mystic attacker, right? Um, and yeah. she has defensive attack against Mystic, so we can kind of build an anti-Mystic squad. Yeah, I really like that. Because you put her and of... uh, Old Fawn on, on a side of the board against Convocation, and they just cry. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah. I think I think Magic's a home run. You're never going to uh, hear me not want to have Magic in a list, so let's let's add her. Mm-hmm. I think back to that other affiliated three. Um, yeah. we, we're still looking to add one more affiliated three, right? Between the We stereo. definitely could. Um, okay. But I think we have enough we could. Because we have one, two, three, four affiliated threes and affiliated two. Uh, no, sorry. One, two, three affiliated threes and affiliated two and an affiliated four. Yeah, so we're fine on affiliation. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Cool. Yeah, let's go magic. I'm I'm all in on magic there. Yeah. Um. Then, uh, are there any other fun pieces that you want to bring up? Let's see. So, getting the Send Cabal thought process here. Um. I have. So if we're including the magic wave, obviously, um, what about Rogue? Rogue is certainly an interesting pick. Um, mm-hmm. She got that fat power. She has a charge, which is always a good thing. She got a big throw. Um, she got power denial. Um, and then she got flat damage reduction. So it's like, I see what's going on with her. I worry. The thing that she is missing that I would like to see on her for for this list, um, and this is going to come up in a couple characters I suggest, is the attack that places within one. Okay. That that attack that also does movement. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Um, Here's another question. Um, how wide do we want to go? Do we want another two in here? 
I I always think of think ball as wanting to go one above whatever your opponent is playing. Yeah, um, that's because we want to match activations using husband and wife. Right. So, um, so we I think look... we I think we may want a bigger piece for when our opponents are going thin. Okay. Um, so who, let's see. And I want to suggest an actual inaffiliation piece that is just so annoying at times. Cassandra Nova? No. Okay. <laughs> but that is definitely an option. Uh, let's what do talk, you think? Let's talk about Loki with a gem. Oh, okay. Sounds great. Because, like, more power denial. We got We got some of it already, but just... More uh-huh. power denial is never a bad thing. But also, it's like, especially either the mind or space gem, you can use it to set up a character in position for that red mayhem. Right. Okay. Let's go. Let's add Loki. Let's see. what. So which gem are we thinking? Both of them now are only one threat. Right. That helps. So do do we want to move our characters or opponent characters? Hmm. I think that we want to move our opponent's characters. We're gonna have enough activations to get things on to on the points, right? Mm-hmm. And we can mess with the the activation count with husband and wife. Um. The. So personally, I I like moving my opponent's characters. Yeah. Cool. Then let's so get I that mind go, gem. I say we go mind. And that gives us an option for when they go uh, they go tall. Right. Okay. Uh, so if, if, I, if I'm correct here, we have two more slots, right? Yep. And just so let's, many options on the board. Yeah, so we have, we have our big option. Mm-hmm. And Loki, uh, we have one four so far. Um, I I don't th- I I think we wouldn't mind a second four. That's what I was thinking. Maybe grab an unaffiliated four of some mm-hmm. sort. Um. So let's look here. We uh, now. Now go ahead. I want to suggest a classic character. Okay, we might be on the same page here. Uh, Vision. That's exactly who I was going to suggest. So, just having his uh, enhanced density, where he cannot be pushed uh, until the end of the power phase, can deal really well in matchups, and we, um, and then his phase form can be helpful for collision damage and stuff. Absolutely, absolutely, and uh, his his beam is nice, right? Oh yeah. So. Uh, Especially since we have Loki with mind, if we're in a now, I guess we're play. The goals play Quicksilver, so playing those three together is going to be a difficult task. But um, well, but Loki still. with mind, uh, so it will be six, eleven, uh, six, eleven, fourteen, eighteen. So it would be an eighteen yeah. point team to have all yeah. five of them. Yeah. Uh, with uh. Sin, Crossbones, Loki, Mind, uh, Quicksilver, and Vision. Yeah. 
Okay, yeah, let's do it. And then for my last choice, uh, going back to what I was talking about earlier with those attacks that reposition you, I want to talk about Proxima Midnight. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm listening. Uh, long move with a range 3 attack that repositions her. And martial powers. Yeah, and she has natural um, damage reduction. Yep, so. it, she's real scary. Yeah, I think that she synergizes really, really well. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, and that would round out our roster. Yeah, let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and go with Proxima Midnight. I like that. Between between her magic and Quicksilver, we have a lot of mobility. Oh yeah. Even Sin is surprisingly mobile. Yes, she is. Yes, she is. She gets around the board. Mm-hmm. So now let's talk about Secure. Then I think I have a thing that I immediately want to jump to, which is Superpowered Scoundrel. I was I was looking there, too. I think that this list would be a lot of fun on that. Mm-hmm. And Bullseye is going to be amazing on this scenario. Absolutely. Bullseye, Quicksilver's going to like it. Yep. Yeah. So I think, and it's a high point value, which we don't mind. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. I actually, I don't think we have any point value issues, really, of, of like a point value we don't like. Let me quickly yeah, look agree. at our list breakdown. Through the magic of the dog. Come on, Charlie. <laughs> Get out from there. Go to your bed. Uh, like, so it's like, we have five wide teams at 14. Fantastic. Including some real scary four wide teams as well. We do. <laughs> Bless you. Because it's like, we can go four wide of Sin, Quicksilver, Ultron, Loki. Yeah, that's... Um... That's scary. Or Sin, Quicksilver, Bullseye, Boom, Mordo, and Magic. Yeah, that's that's our solid, solid 14. Yeah. And then we go up to 15, and suddenly we, we go 5 white at 15 already. We're playing, playing in the sprinkler a little bit at 15. Yeah, because it's like Sin, Quicksilver, Crossbones, Bullseye, Loki. Yeah. With that 369... 10-11. No, that's mapping wrong. Uh, send Quicksilver Crossbones Bullseye Ultron. It did not save the gem, which it w- means it was mapping wrong. Ah, gotcha. There, that should have saved properly. Smooth character, Quicksilver. Boop, boop. Yeah, so we have, we have five white options at 14 and... 15, which are never bad, and since we're only activating four activations, that can really force activation math down. And then 16, we start getting into those Loki lists, or those Vision lists. 17, 18, 19, 20. Yeah, all of these look great. We have 6 white at 20. Or 7 white at 20. Yeah. Which are both great options for us. 
Absolutely. So yeah, I I think we're doing really good. So I don't think we mind either end of the point value spectrum. Uh, so let's talk about a classic one that works very good with Thinkable, which is Gamma Way Sweep Across the Midwest. Yeah, I think that that's awesome, especially if we're gonna slingshot Ultron up the up the table too, right? Mm-hmm. That's a nice. Uh... And I can't remember the actual timing windows of this, but I think Game Effect comes after the Sin trigger. I believe you're right. So you could push people out of two of the Gamma shelters because a short push is more than range two, and then they take a damage. Yeah. Yeah, that synergizes really nicely. Um, Helps us get that chip damage in that we we desperately want, right? Mm-hmm. And then the one, the other one uh, that Thinkable works really well with and is a lot cleaner on the timing chart is Infinity Formula. There we go. Because you just walk up and push them off the Infinity Formula into nothing, and you get the power, and they don't. Yeah. Especially if they're banking on that power, it's really nice. Oh, yeah. Now, extracts are a lot more interesting. We want them all to be assets because of Sin's leadership. Right. And because of, can I borrow this? Right. So, what do we think about hammers? Hammers is a classically fun one. Um... How do we feel about Canna, uh, Montesi formula? I don't think our energy defenses are that bad that we don't want it, right? I can't think of anybody off the top of my head in our roster that would say, hey, let's not add that four. Except so. for maybe crossbones, but that's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Um, I can live with one. But also, it's it maybe it's not as good for single leader cabal as it is for dual leader cabal because Montesi is so good for red skull cabal. Right. Um. So let's let's think about that and put that to the side. Okay. And let's talk about deadly legacy virus. Okay. Just. Being able to get the legacy virus off of someone because we rolled a dice rather than having to date them. So we can set up for, um, and we can use, and Quicksilver with his mobility can probably always get to where that legacy virus drops. Unless he's like on the other Bufu Egypt side of the board. Um, Yeah. So we can use him to kind of be this, uh, to set up to explode him. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that's. I, I really like that idea. Mm-hmm. You can the also can solidly. I borrow this? Uh, the last one off of someone. Right. Oh, that would be demoralizing. Yeah. Um. And then speaking of chip damage, I'm not sure if it's for us because we can't avoid the chip damage for this one. But let's talk about struggle for the cube. Okay. Uh, give us extra power gen, which we will never, I don't think anyone will ever complain about. Um, but it also deals us damage, which I'm not sure we want. 
Yeah, I'm not not sure I'm crazy about that one just because of the damage. I think that um, putting extra damage on Sen, not great. Putting extra damage on Quicksilver, not great. Um, yeah. Um, how do we feel about Alien Ship? Hmm. That's an interesting one. Um, do we want to slow the game down? Is the first question, right? Yeah. Um, Are there matchups where how, we would uh, want to slow the game down? Right, and keep in mind, too, we don't get to choose it anymore, yeah. right? So if if it's one of those things, is it is it worth? Um, mm-hmm. We love the point value. Um, yeah. Honestly, I think I'd rather go back to Montessi. Fair enough. I Let's think that that's, in there. that's that's where I would rather go with the third. I think that it's it's better for us more broadly. I think if we were still able to choose our extract out of the two, I'd be interested in alien ship. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that Montessi is more broadly good for us. Yeah, we need new secure uh, extracts. Because it's I been agree. a while since we've gotten a new extract. I agree. It's getting a little stale. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, now finally left our, our tactics cards, and let's start the off with part. Can I Borrow This? Yes, we need that and Age of Ultron, right? Yep. The Age of Ultron. Yes. Thank you. Uh, which of the Thin Crossbones cards do we want? Um, I would say we, we want Illicit Tech, right? Okay. I like Illicit Tech a lot. Um, what's the name of that other card? To Ash and Cinder. That's it. So, let's read that one again. Uh, during the activation phase, Sin or Crossbones may spend two to play this card. Place a demolition charge within three of this character. During the cleanup phase, all characters within two of the demolition charge gain stun condition and then suffer two damage. Destroy all train features size three or less within two of the demolition charge. Then remove the token from the battlefield. I think that's fun. I think it adds into our chip damage, right? Um, mm-hmm. It can give us. It can also give us uh, just some board denial space. Um, I say. I say we add it too. Yeah. Weird question. Because you yeah. play a lot of Brotherhood. Yeah. If you use this uh, in Brotherhood, because it is unaffiliated, you just have to bring either center crossbones with you, and it explodes a bunch of terrain, do you get the Magneto trigger since it's the cleanup phase, or does it have to be during one of your turns? I don't during think you do, turn. because it's, yeah, it's, the leadership is during a turn, mm-hmm. um, and it, it is once per turn. Since the cleanup phase is not a turn, I don't believe that you would get it. Mm-hmm. That is still something we should put up on the rules form just to double check. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because if if it is, I would obviously as a Brotherhood player, I would, uh, I would. Uh, that makes the dual Brotherhood uh, sinkable list really interesting. Absolutely, especially since all of the uh, or lots of the Brotherhood members are also Cabal affiliated. Yeah, so. everyone but Toad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Basically. everyone but Toad uh, and uh, and Quicksilver, right? So. And Scarlet Witch. Quicksilver. Yeah, but like Witch, that yeah. original one, only Toad with the the only non Cabal member of the original one. 
Yeah, my, and I, I had a theory back then. I was like, oh, it's just because they don't want uh, two affiliated twos. But then we have this bullseye thing, so yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um, anyway. Um, so we got those four. Let's see what other character-specific cards we have. Do we want Magic's character-specific card? I think so. I love that card. I think Journey Through Limbo is great because, and it's really versatile. Mm-hmm. Um, you can use it on, on yourself if you don't mind being incinerated, or you can, obviously, the, the strength is on your opponent, but if, in a mm-hmm. pinch, if you need the extra added mobility, it has that flexibility to use on yourself, too. Yep. Or not on yourself, but on a friendly character. Yeah, for sure. Um, Let me just check if some of these other... Vision does not have a character-specific card... Uh, Foxma does not have one. Loki does not have one. Bullseye doesn't have one. So the only one I have left to check is Ben Mordo. I don't think he does either. But I want to check. Yeah, yeah, we need to know for sure. No. Nope, he does not. So, one second. Sorry about that. That'll be cut out of the episode. It's all good. Uh, then let's talk about the Cabal card. Yeah, let's. What the Cabal card? Yeah. Because we can't take Cosmic Configuration, so let's talk about Dark Rain. Yeah. Think. Uh, think Dark Rain is. Uh, I, I think we absolutely want to include it. Cool. Um, I don't see why not. That puts up up to six tactics cards, and we haven't even touched the restricted list. So right. Let's do so that. probably ought to do that. Uh, I think because we do have so many wide characters, I think that um, and a lot of low health characters, I think that we get our money's worth out of brace for impact. Yes. I think that's a home run. I hope that isn't picking up well on the mic. But, um... But our second team ta- uh, restricted card is a lot more complicated. I don't think we want Buddha Rivals. We definitely don't want Doom yeah. Prophecy. Uh, right. Uh... We could do med pack. I don't think we want patch up, and we maybe do. So it's between med pack and field dressing. Yeah, I um. Or just taking one restricted card and, and using the other spaces for other stuff. Right. Um. I kind of like med pack. Um. I think that there's a lot of play. Um. It's always solid, right? Mm-hmm. Um. Whereas I think that I'm of the opinion that if you don't have like a a reason for field dressing over med pack. I, I, when in doubt, I take med pack. Um, so mm-hmm. uh, that, that's where I'm leaning on it. But very fair. It's always good, right? It's mm-hmm. never. It's never a bad take. Yeah. So. So that gives us two spots, right? Yep. Uh, do you have any unaffiliated options that you really love? Um, so you, you've really sold me the last time that I was on, you sold me on Mark for death. 
and it hasn't left my roster since. Um, that, that is, is my go-to. So that is great to hear. I've been really pushing for this card for a while now. I I use it all the time. My um, I have a friend that that uh plays lots of Web Warriors. My my buddy Dave and oh, um, he has brutal against them. <laughs> he has grown to hate Amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> because I, it's my silver bullet, right? Yeah. Um, it's, uh, it's, yeah, yeah. So but. let me bring up the other card that I have spent a lot of time championing recently. Okay. No matter the cost. Okay. Um, I'm a big no matter the cost fan. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I'm a big mutant fan. And usually I get most of my legs out of that card with uh, Wolverine. Mm. Um, obviously in here it would be much different. But let's mm-hmm. let's talk about no matter the cost. So, no matter the cost, allows you to convert up to three power of a cost into damage um, for a spender. And when we start looking at our spenders, we have some cheap spenders that we can use. We can just use this for, like, getting a Cyclonic Vortex out early. Um, not a bad thing, especially since it will be two damage. That's it. Right. Um, we have some three cost ones like uh, Ultron's Metallic Fury and uh, Loki's uh, Illusions, both of which mm-hmm. just suddenly become free. Um, and then we have a bunch of four cost ones that are really, really powerful, especially if you do them early in the game, like a Dark Child or a. Uh, Reigns of Ragador that will suddenly all that you can suddenly pull off turn one, right? Um, yeah, yeah, I really like that. I think Reigns of Ragador, especially being able to yeah. pull that off on turn one, is amazing because you get those conditions out there, right? Uh-huh. And, um, and if they do not shake those conditions, you can soul bob turn two. Exactly. Go ahead and spread those. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I really like the no matter the cost idea. Mm-hmm. I think that that's... Um... Now, there are other options that might be better. Uh-huh. Um, I do want to talk about a couple of those because, well, Blind Obsession. Right. Blind Obsession is the new uh, the new offensive tech, right? Uh-huh. Um And then I also want to talk about for, uh, specifically for our, uh, mostly for our legacy virus list, but can be used other places as well, Mission Objective. Yeah. I really like Mission Objective with a character like Quicksilver. Mm-hmm. Um, if he's stocked on power, he can pass off an, an uh, a, uh, to- uh, extract to someone else and then do a speedster. Right. Yeah, I think um, I really like the idea of mission objective. Yeah, um, so let's go with that then. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that puts our final list at Quicksilver, Crossbones, Sin, Bullseye, Ultron, Ben Mordo, Magic, Loki, God of Mischief, Vision, and Proxima Midnight. Our 10 tactics cards are Can I Borrow That? The Age of Ultron, Illicit Tech, To Ash and Cinder, Journey Through Limbo, Dark Rain, Brace for Impact, Med Pack, Marked for Death, and Mission Objective. Our secures are Superpowered Scoundrels from Sinister Syndicate, 
Game Away Sweep Across the Midwest, and Infinity Formula Goes Missing. And our extracts are Fear Grip Rolled as Worthy Terrorized City, Deadly Legacy Virus Cured, and Montesi Formula Found. There we go. Uh, one last note, we did have the Mind Gem on Loki. Yes. So. Yes, we did. So, thank you very much for coming on. I, I Absolutely. Am, I always enjoy having other mutant enthusiasts on here. I did an entire article of just the mutants I wanted to see show up in this game. Um, yeah, thanks so much for having me on. I, yeah, you, you know I'm a huge mutant fan. Um, I, I can't get enough of them. I'm excited to see what mutants we get next. Um, besides, I'm, uh, besides X-23 and, and Honey Badger. That's also why I didn't pick X-23 at the yeah. beginning of the episode for the record. Is I'm, I'm fairly certain that those are legit and it's only a matter of time. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I'm... Uh, I'm excited to see what comes with them, right? Uh-huh. So. I have recently done a series of articles talking about secondary leaders for all the affiliations that only have singular leaders. Yeah, um, I, I really think that she'll be the, the X-Force leader, right? So I She was not in my options for X-Force leader. Oh, really? No. Okay, who, who do you think? Uh, Psylocke. Okay, I, I love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Phantom X. Uh-huh. Um, or Hope. Okay. I can see that. All of them have history as leaders of the X-Force, either when it's a strike team uh, for the X-Men or when it's a separate organization that has no X-Men relationship. Yeah. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, I hope that when we get Psylocke that they... Um, Go the more recent route, right? And yes. give us, uh, ma- make the, the alias as, as Quanon, right? Yes, um, I am 100% with you there. That is the thing I am most worried about with yes. Psylocke. Um, and, I, and I say that, I'm, I'm a big Betsy Braddock fan, but I don't want the, I'm also a Quanon fan. I, I want the, I, I like the current separation, and I want it to stay that way, right? Yeah. I, I don't think there's a reason for us to, to revert back, mm-hmm. so... Just because it was done in the 80s does not mean it was a good idea. Right. Right. That's exactly it. Uh-huh. Um, we, but, uh... Yeah. And we've seen lots of growth, so let's keep it there. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Still lots of lots of more room for growth, but uh, let's, oh, yeah. let's keep the growth that we have, the progress we have made, let's, uh, let's keep it there. Yes. And, like, there's a good chunk of my initial list of characters that have either been soft announced or announced from the mutant side of things. Yeah, uh, we've had a few surprises, which has been nice. Um, mm-hmm. it, Cassandra Nova caught me off guard. Omega Red caught me off guard. I wasn't expecting to get him as fast as we did. Well, so um, I have a theory about that. Okay. I think in sometime this year, we are going to get a Winter's God affiliation, and that's why he's come out. That that makes a lot of sense. Um, and we'll get uh, Red Guardian and uh, uh, Yelena Belova as, like, the two primary characters for that in their own box. Um, and Red Guardian will be the leader of the Winter's Guard, and then we get uh, Omega Red and Colossus and Magic all as members. I would be all about that. Have you uh, have you read the current Winter Guard miniseries? Yes, I, I am not... If if an ep- issue has come out today, I have not read it yet. But there's yes. there's not a today issue, so there's so. there's just been four, I think. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's it's been really good, and I um, 
MCU wise, I know you're not the biggest MCU fan, but um, Yelena is one of my favorite MCU characters. Yes. Um, immediately, she stole my heart. I I love <laughs> Yelena. I think that um, wonderful character, wonderful uh, wonderful addition to the MCU family. So, mm-hmm. but now um, I think that she was on my uh, non mutant list. Yeah, um, she would be on mine as well. Because uh, I think, she, as I put it, and this was. Before we got uh, Hulkbuster Iron Man, I just want to see the world burn by having a uh, by having a third Black Widow before a second Iron Man. Oh, for sure. The amount of tears, the amount of tears <laughs> that were that were had over a second Black Widow were ridiculous. Uh-huh. Um, it was uh, it was almost embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, no. for for the community as a lar- as a whole, right? So. Yeah. No, oh, but my number uh, one for non-mutants is, with, without a doubt, Sister Grimm. Okay. Okay. My number one for non-mutants. Whew, that's tough. Um, I have a lot of characters that I like that are mutants. Um, what would be my number one non-mutant character? So, yeah, I, did th- I, I like Miss Marvel quite a bit, but we're mm-hmm. getting her. I, well, I already have her. Yeah. Um... I don't know. So it's I did three different lists. Um, I did mutants, non mutants, and alternate versions of characters we already have. Uh huh. Um, which that one includes some fun lists as as fun characters as well. Like I want classic Marvel girl Jingwei. Yeah. Yeah, that would be that would be great. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want. The, uh, Mohawk, leader of the Morlock Storm. Right, I, I think that we need that that era storm, right? And you could you could obviously give her no powers, right? You can make her a she could still be three threat, um, but make her more physical, like stabby oriented, um, mm-hmm. more ninja flippy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she would give her actual stealth instead of the the um, stealth. It's not called stealth. That um, doesn't that doesn't get canceled by freaking Mark for death. <laughs> right. That's it's better stealth for now. Yeah. Um But uh yeah, no, you could you could go a lot of different ways with Storm. Mm-hmm. Um a character I really want to see in the game, um, which is I th- I think in their last cano- canonical um reference to it is a mutant, um, is Wiccan. I'm a big yeah. Wiccan fan. Mm-hmm. Um, very, very big Wiccan fan. I um, would not be surprised to see Wiccan and Speed in this game at some point. Yeah. I think they're going to hold out a little bit more for when they start doing champions. I would rather get Wiccan and Hulkling together in a pack, mm-hmm. um, just because I'm selfish, than Wiccan and Speed, but I also do want to see Speed. Um, well, I could see them Wiccan, Speed, and then Hulkling and someone else. Yeah, Hulkling. or Hulkling as a single pack or something well, like that. Well, I, I could see it as Hulkling Amadeus Cho. Yeah, yeah, that would that would make sense. And you start building out a Gamma affiliation there, because I also want to see, like, Red She-Hulk and stuff. Mm-hmm. That would be a... That, that has to eventually happen, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but no. And then other notable characters that I want. Um, Elsa Bloodstone, I think, is a shoe-in for... Coming at some point. For sure. She's a character that I also love. Um, but also she's been featured on art for the uh, Midnight Suns. Mm-hmm. And 
I would not be surprised if they wait and give her as the secondary leader for Midnight Suns. Yeah. Yeah, that would that would make a lot of sense actually. Um mm-hmm. there's a lot of a lot of things they can do there. Um I would hope that eventually we could that could lead to us getting a next wave affiliation, which is one of my favorite books of all time. Mm. Um, the um, but that's a, that's a deep deep cut. Yeah. Um it, but it would also bring my girl Boom Boom into the game. So <laughs> <laughs> um, I am surprised we haven't gotten a Shang-Chi model. Me too. Me too. I figured that that would come accompanying with the movie. Yeah. Um, and, and I, I really enjoyed that movie, and oh, yeah. I have really enjoyed the um, recent Infinity comics with, with Shang-Chi. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, have really enjoy, I really enjoyed that movie. I also really enjoyed the Eternals, um, and yeah. I would like to see uh, some of them in the game. I did not enjoy Eternals as much as uh, other people, but I will say I'm going to give it another chance on when it comes out on Disney Plus. Um, I've been pretty, um, I've been pretty hardcore with not going to the movie theaters uh, mm. because of global pandemic, but I've I've broken it for Marvel movies because I feel like if I don't go see those in the theaters, they get spoiled for me. Mm-hmm. Um, even if it's just like conversation in the comic store, right? Yeah. Um, so I, I went. I, I broke uh, broke whatever to go see Eternals, and there were two people full voice talking in the same aisle as me. Oh. Um, and there was someone coughing up a lung in the back. Uh, definitely sounded like a COVID cough. So my anxiety was through the roof the entire time. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it was not a great experience. So I think that may have had something to do with it, too. So I'm going to give it another chance once it's out on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. It's... it's- Eternals is, like, very antithetical to the Marvel movie, a formula, because it is a slow, contemplative movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that's why some of the Marvel diehards didn't receive it well. It's because uh-huh. it was very slow and contemplative and not this kind of roller coaster action movie like most of the Marvel yeah. movies are. It is a much different feel. Mm-hmm. But I appreciated the change of pace because I've kind of gotten bored with a lot of the Marvel milieu. Well, even if it's not for me, right? Even if I feel like it's not for me, I feel I, I'm appreciative of the different uh, media, like media forms that they've taken. I think that it's smart for them to to take a different take with all of these different TV shows and then start to do that with their movies. I, I think it's oh, a yeah. bold choice because it appeals to a different audience, right? You already have the action audience. You already have that audience. So let's let's broaden it and let's uh, let's try to get something different. That's why I really, I really enjoyed the change of pace. A lot of people, the first uh, TV show was WandaVision. A lot of people didn't enjoy it. I, I really enjoyed it, um, and I thought it was a nice change of pace. So, so um, my my thing with WandaVision, I respect it more than I enjoy it because I have no relationship with the sitcoms it was aping. Right. Um, and if you don't have any relationship with those sitcoms, you ha- it, it is a lot thinner. Yeah. I could see that for sure. I have a lot of nostalgia for that. I grew up yeah. with classic TV. My parents, um, my parents were big into like I Love Lucy and the things like that that it was basically referencing. Um, and then I grew up with Malcolm in the Middle. Um, mm-hmm. So there were there were several of those like sitcom tropes that I grew up um, with, and it was it was it made those first few episodes a lot of fun. Yeah, um, I could see if you didn't have that experience, that would be uh, that would be. 
a lot it, more. It would difficult. be harder to understand. Yeah, it would be harder to understand what's going on, right? So. Well, and it's like I grokked everything that was going on, but a lot of like the jokes and stuff. I I'm not a fan of the sitcom style of telling a story. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just not for me. I don't. I I think they should still exist because they're an important part of like the ecosystem, but it's just not a part of the ecosystem I go to. Um, That's fair. And I've grown much more picky about it over the years. So yeah, I get it. But um. No, and then I thought Falcon and the Winter Soldier was a mess and a half. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Loki was fine. I have no in on what if because I'm I'm not that much of an anthology person. Gotcha. And then so far, Hawkeye is medium. So Hawkeye is based off of loosely based off of one of my favorite comic book runs of all time, uh-huh. um, which is the Matt the Matt Fraction Hawkeye run, mm-hmm. um, and it is the references are so there, but it's it's not the same story. But the references are there, and the source material is so much there that it has been a lot of fun for me to watch. Now that said, they give no like royalties or no like. No credit to um, Matt Fraction, Matt Fraction or David Asia, who was the uh, artist. Yeah, and they use all of his art styles and all of that stuff, and it um, that bothers me. Mm-hmm. But if you take if you take that that justice part out, um, I've I've been really enjoying the uh, the fact that it is close to the source material, but still also showing me something new, right? Yeah, um, no, so- and it's it's walked that line really well. I appreciate it. I really like how it how it works as an adaptation. I wish there was less Christmas in it. Yeah, that's fair. As someone who does not celebrate Christmas at all, I already get enough of that this time of year working in retail. Right, it is already more. in our face enough, so that's yeah. fair. Um, but um, I am liking Echo and... Uh, the thing they did in the most recent episode, I really appreciated, and I'm interested to see where that goes. Uh-huh. Uh, there's, uh, there's been some news that came off of that, too, recently that I, I won't say just to, uh, yeah. in case people are avoiding spoilers, but I am also very intrigued, and it involves characters whom I love. So, yeah. And that's, that's what I'll say about that. Mm-hmm. Um, Non-mutant characters that I love. Yes. So. Uh... I am hoping that we get... Because we, we have confirmed that one of the Netflix people is coming back. Right. Um, that's I'm hoping, kind of the news that I was, I was, I was referencing there. Yeah, so. that, that's not a major spoiler because it yeah. hasn't come up in an episode yet. Uh, I'm just... I'm hoping this means we get Jessica Jones back because I think she was the best of all of that. Yeah, um, Kristen Ritter, right? Is that yeah. the, the actress's name? Yeah, she did a wonderful job as just as Jessica Jones. It was a good casting choice. Um, mm-hmm. All of that. And I think it was the uh, most consistent of the shows. Yeah, I, I could see that for sure. I'm not a huge Marvel Netflix person as far as um, some of that stuff. I, I So I, I'm a huge Daredevil fan, um, mm-hmm. comic book-wise. I, I'm a huge Daredevil, huge Elektra fan. Um, I, they kind of lost me with Daredevil season two Yeah, because I'm not a Punisher fan whatsoever. 
Mm. Um, and it became Punisher season one is what it felt like to me. Yeah. Um, and from that point forward, the next, the Netflix shows as a whole kind of started to lose me. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, I, but I think that there was lots of good source material there, and I like a lot of the actors. So. Yeah. Um, well, I don't want him to come back. I'm a little sad we didn't get a Iron Fist season three because it showed mocked improvement over season That's what one. I heard. Um, and and I really liked their version of Typhoid Mary. Yeah, that's that's what I've heard. Um, another well, another no, mutant, right? <laughs> I I did not realize she was a mutant. Right, we we had that conversation yes. right on the Discord a while uh -huh. ago. Um, yeah, she is a mutant, and uh, the uh, she was made she was created by Anne Nascenti way back in the seventies or eighties. Mm -hmm. Um, maybe it was eighties, but regardless, yeah, she was made as a mutant, and it's never been uh, never been uh, taken back. So never been yeah. retconned. Um, mm -hmm. but, but yeah, no, the the character I'm most worried about their version in this game is Emma Faust. Me too. I love Emma as a character. Um, I I adore Emma, and I am. I, I'm always nervous when a character that I love I know is going to be coming. Um, luckily, I didn't have to sweat it out long with Magic. It was straight from we announced she's coming to uh, the next day. Here's the card. Yeah. So I didn't have to sweat long with Magic, but it's uh, it's a little bit nerve wracking when a favorite character you know is coming eventually, and uh, well, I am. More... You want to be good and well represented. I'm more worried about her model. Yes. Because, like, how many actually decent Emma Frost outfits are there? Well, there are not many. I just hope that they choose one with pants. Um, that's probably about the most we can hope for, right? Uh, um, I could also see uh, she has this House of X outfit where she has the dress and, like, the thigh-high boots. Right, right. That's a good look. Yeah. Um... And, like, the giant coat. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's a good look. While it's unlikely, I do hope that Emma Frost comes with the Stafford Kukos. Yeah, I, they, they're great characters. Um, there's actually a, a moment with them in an issue today without putting any spoilers. Um, but it was, it was fun. Um, mm -hmm. They're always fun. Uh, and, like, I've, the I've entire... enjoyed their growth. <laughs> the entire thing with both them and Kid Omega and them and Cable has been hysterical to watch. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, the, uh, yeah, the whole story, their, their whole story since House of X began um, has been a lot of fun. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, of course, I have to bring up I want Kitty Pride, but I want Pirate Captain Kitty Pride. There you go. Me too. Me too. I, I, I want the new, the new Kate version, right? Yeah. Um, I, uh, I really, really like where that character's gone. Um, mm -hmm. But as far as House of X characters, characters that I've become a fan of just from the whole, this whole Hickman era, um, if we want to call it that, there's a whole lot of creators that also yeah. should deserve credit. Um, but I, I really want Polaris. Um, yeah. And that, that credit goes to Leah Williams. Leah Williams killed it with Polaris and X Factor. And uh, Jerry Duggins picked up where she left off with X-Men. And uh, I'm a big, big Polaris fan. Oh, yeah. Um, um so I will probably mod my Polaris whenever she comes out to look like um, the gifted Polaris. That's fine. That's a-okay. Uh, I think that this Polaris that we're getting in House of X is heavily influenced by that Polaris. Oh, yes. Yeah. But, um, like, not... she has my favorite little comment and little detail. Because um, uh -huh. she's a punk girl. 
in right. at Gifted. And it's like, do you know why I wear steel toe boots and these like metal wristbands? Because I can use them to fly. Right. Right. <laughs> and I just love that a, detail. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which is a funny thought, right? Like that's, that's why she flies. It's not because she can actually fly. It's because she's controlling the, these metal objects. Yeah. Um, which is an interesting thought. But, mm-hmm. um, but no, Polaris is great. Um, also, someone I've really fallen in love with doing this this recent era is Callisto. Oh yeah, yeah. She's she had a comic last was it last week that we got the newest Marauders? Yeah. Um, that was that was fun. She had a couple lines there that were fun. Um, mm-hmm. Was that the issue with Fin Fang Foom? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That that caught me so off guard. I, I did not expect when I picked up that book to open it up and see Fin Fang Foom. But it, it, anytime the Fin Fang Foom shows up, I'm not disappointed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, uh, the only character on my top 10 that we haven't touched on or hasn't already been confirmed coming out is uh, Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's and that has to be a thing, right? Um, you would think that we'll get Negasonic at some point just because of the, the resurgence of the character due to the Deadpool movies. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. Uh, and she's another character that you could do girlfriends in a box with. Absolutely. Uh-huh. I, um, I'm i a big fan. Uh, we, we talked about Boom Boom there a second ago, but I, I would like to eventually see some of the, if we're going deep cuts, I would like to see some of those characters from the original X-Factor run, like Rusty and Skids. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that they would be fun characters, but yeah. Um, Villain-wise, I do want to see Mojo. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Got to get Mojo. Yeah. Um, of course, I want Apocalypse. Apocalypse, Apocalypse. is great. So um, it's it. There are two class of like villains for me. The villains that I will, I suspect we will see eventually, but maybe a bit because I expect them to be one of the half yearly or yearly mm-hmm. Ultimate Encounter boxes. Yep. And Apocalypse is, I think, one of those ultimate encounter boxes to me. I agree. I think he's a Dormammu or Thanos style release yeah. more so than like the the um, front of the mill boxes that we get in waves. So yeah. I, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that he's an inevitability, right? Yeah. There's only so many of those big bads that they can release before they literally have to do Apocalypse. Um, well, I, I would not be surprised if the next one we see released just because he's getting a push and he may be relevant in the movie soon, is null. Yeah, yeah, that would make sense. That would make sense. And also, I um, just want to can... see a Sibio faction. <laughs> right, yeah. I also would like to see uh, to see Kang at some point, since we're talking about things going on in the movies. Oh, yeah. Um, um, movies and shows, I think that Kang would be fun. So. Yes. Uh, I, I personally want to see a wave of Ant-Man people, and Kang is definitely involved in that, but I also want to see, like, Yellow Jacket and Ghost. Right. right. There's a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of things with uh with Pemtech that we can explore. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. Also I want a shield affiliation. Oh me too. Well when way back and I, I don't know if we've discussed this, but way back in the shutdown, you remember the era of the, the, the big shutdown, uh March, what was it, twenty twenty. And um there AMG was still doing a lot of streams, right? Mm-hmm. And um they I think that's when they started doing a Tuesday stream and a Thursday stream. Anyway, there was one day that Dallas was painting and Will was in the Will Schick was in the in the chat and I mentioned something about 
shield i was like mm-hmm. i was talking about the artwork and quake being on med pack right yeah um and i said hey i said does this mean shield affiliation incoming and will responded shield affiliation is something that it sure seems like something we would do with a winky face mm. so i have to think that it's a matter of when not if yeah because um, it's like you so. have enough actual named characters in shield at this point right um like, your core four can be Nick Fury, Maria Hill, uh, Daisy Johnson, and Phil Coulson. Right, exactly. That's four and you're done. Um, well, already. and then you add in uh, Black Widow and one second. <sighs> Those dogs and their separation anxiety for my parents. Yeah, it's tough. Uh, but you have, I think Daisy Johnson has to be in any first wave of S.H.I.E.L.D. characters just so you can have some crossover potential with other, um, affiliations. Right, and that's a guarantee, like, people will buy that box. Oh, yeah. Because of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Like, that's, mm-hmm. that's it. Um, you probably go, you could probably go her and Nick Fury and then put Phil Coulson with Maria Hill. Yeah, and I can um, see uh, them doing the two immediate leaders with uh, uh, with uh, Maria Hill and Nick Fury. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then there are some uh, like deep cut uh, Shield people I want. Some of which are exclusive to mobile games, so I doubt we'll ever get them. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I, I want to see Mockingbird at some point. Oh yeah, Mockingbird. I think, Mockingbird, we, we I think Mockingbird. is also a shoe in at some point, and she'll have a card with Clint. Yeah. Sure, and like Clint and Black Widow and and Natasha are like shoo-ins for that affiliation too. Right, yeah, that just makes sense. We could get a shield, uh, Steve Rogers too. Yeah, we could. So, um, but in the comic, Steve is less shield than he is in the movie. Yeah, well, I I guess um, I guess I'm more thinking Secret Avengers era, but then that mm-hmm. falls into a different affiliation. So, yeah. Um. But no, there's, yeah. there's just so many options in this game. For sure. I'm, I I try not... Uh, it, it's hard to do because I, I love speculating and I love being like, what's next, what's next, what's next? And I, um, I've, I've tried recently to uh, appreciate what we have, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because we, we have gotten a lot, I think, back to the beginning of the game. Yeah. And, uh, well, my buddy Brad that uh, that you had on for the Omega Red episode, he, yes. um, he and I used to uh, come up with, like, we had 3D print uh, mutant models um, from statues and we would figure out what proxy rules to use, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's nice that we've come this far that we don't have to do that. I can just play the actual character. Uh, yeah, so. for sure. Um, so yeah. I, I used to use magic as Valkyrie all the time. So <laughs> it's nice that I can actually have magic. But. Yeah. Uh, so if people wanted to reach out to you, where could they find you? Uh, I'm Justy on all the MCP discords. I'm Justy White on Facebook. Um, that's, that's where you can find me. And uh, pretty soon, so... Um, my Charleston friends, I mentioned my buddy Brad, um, they have a YouTube channel now, um, called Crit Hit Wild, so I'll be making an appearance on that from time to time. Um, so yeah. Fantastic. And if you wanted to reach out to me, I am, uh, Lexa White on all the MCP discords, Jujipt on all the non-MCP discords. If you want to support the show, uh, you can do so at patreon.com slash Alexa White. You can get access to the Morlocks discord. 
which has a lot of fun stuff, including my custom characters, um, as well as you get my bonus episodes. Uh, sometime soon around this episode should be... Um, let me remember when this episode is actually coming out. Quickly. Uh, uh, probably sometime the following week, following this episode, uh, I will get out my top 10 TV movies of the year, as well as my top 25 songs of the year, as bonus episodes on there. Um, there's a couple movies that come out right around Christmas that I want to see first. Um, so we will... We will, I'm having to wait until after those happen to uh, do those uh, final uh, movies, uh, those final like big projects. And there's a couple things I'm still catching up on. Um, and so that's another thing that you can get from the Patreon. That's a whole lot of fun. And then uh, if you want to uh, see me play other stuff every other Monday at twitch.tv... Uh, the underscore fuzzies. I just play board games with my friends. We've been a little inconsistent recently because lots of stuff has been happening and we all are somewhat affected by the holidays because of stuff and things, you know? And then uh, every Saturday and Sunday morning at twitch.tv slash Codab Games, uh, uh, me and Codab sit down and do Arkham Horror the Card Game custom content stuff. So yes, uh, if any of those things interest you go right ahead also if you want to email the show i keep forgetting to bring this up but we do have an email which is uh morlocksmcp at gmail.com so if you want to email the show uh have information you want to write in about please go ahead and write in uh so yeah thank you very much for coming on absolutely thanks for having me it's always a great time And keep experimenting, people.